But I, I also remember the days too where you would go behind a core and clap and walk in with the core so you could get into a show for free. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> we, before we, they had before our, they had all the badges. Guard shows, we used to wait till you get the stamp and then stamp every your, somebody outside. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. Oh yeah. Or see what color oh, yeah, marker they're using. See what color marker they were gonna have, then you would have go a bunch yeah. of markers in the car. Good evening, everyone, and welcome to this week's episode of Compelled to Tell. I'm your host, uh, Brantley Douglas, retired band director here in Arkansas. Our producer is Noah Mellick, and tonight I am pleased to say I have a guest that I've known for, oh, we're, we're going to go way back, way back. I, have to, I can honestly say my best friend in the whole world... Mm. <laughs> uh, we go way, way back. Uh, <laughs> that is uh, Lisa Velez Yocum. Hello, Lisa, and welcome to Compelled to Tell. Hey, Brantley. Hey, Noah. <laughs> well, I, I'm so excited to talk to you um, uh, because of our shared experiences that we've had going all the way back to the 70s. And yes. you're. You, and your unique um, position that you have now uh, working in the marching arts. Uh, so uh, what we thought we would do is that uh, I, I thought that Lisa and I could maybe we could talk about what it was like when we marched in drum corps in the 70s. And then Lisa could talk a little bit about her role and what she's doing now currently with drum corps, particularly on the all age circuit. So it'll be, I think, a nice bridge um, for us old fogies that have marched <laughs> um, way back in the day. But um, Lisa, I thought we would talk about first about how we first met. Because, oh, because did I know you when you were in the Chancellors? Chancellors was a drum corps back in New Jersey. And I was in a, another drum corps called the Royale. Did we know each other before you were in the Chancellors? Yes. And how did, I, how did that happen? I was in Royale's first in 1974, five, something like that. Okay. And then what happened was, what had happened was, uh, <laughs> we, we moved out of Long Branch and <gasps> the chancellors had a bus running back and forth. Mom, mom didn't drive at the time. Okay. So yeah. they would pick us up. So I went to the chancellor's for just a year, and okay. then my mother started driving. So, okay, I, I'm recalling that now. So I yeah. did know you, right? And then you yeah. you went to the chancellor's and then came right. back. Yeah. <laughs> right. Yeah. In '77, um, I came back. Yeah. So uh, for those folks that don't know this, back in the day, uh, like those '60s, '70s drum corps, they were all pretty much neighborhood based or church based or 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 VFW based or American Legion based. So a lot of the kids came from like neighborhoods. And um I know with the uh, Royales, just like the Chancellors, uh like for our rehearsal days, they would drive a bus around and pick up the kids. <laughs> right. Take them to rehearsal and you know, you'd have rehearsal and then they'd put you on the bus and take you back home. <laughs> 
<laughs> no release forms. Yeah. Nothing. Yeah, yeah. You just you know, trusted us. Yeah, and when I think about, it, I don't remember paying any fees or dues. We didn't pay dues. The only the only thing I remember paying is like when we went maybe to like the World Open, we had to pay yes, for food. We had to pay. We had to pay for our, our food. But right. other than that, I mean, it was there was like almost no cost at all. Right. Yeah. Well, it cost us. It cost our bodies because well, yeah. we did so many parades in one day, five a day, you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That that was the other thing is is that uh, parades were our way of making money, you know. Um, oh my God, it was like yeah, it's it, it's sort of like uh, it was during the parades and sponsoring your show were right. the two big were the like the two big money makers. But remember, I we mean, did tagging. We did tag day. We did tag day. I remember that yep. too, because we yep. did tag. We did tag day with our with our high school band too. And I may have talked about that on another episode because that was always a big fun event with with, with my <laughs> high school band, doing putting on your uniform and standing out on the street corner with a can begging for money. And <laughs> yeah, that's what we were doing. Yeah, can can you explain a little bit more about like tag day? Is that I mean, is that basically it? Just asking for money? Yeah, you you, you would put on your uniform, or you would put on your uniform, right? And you'd have a can, right? And it'd say, you know, looking for don- donations, or whatever. And if somebody put money in your can, you'd give them a little tag that said thank you, pretty much. Okay. Yeah. And that that was tag day. Right now, I remember tag day with the Royals, and with the Royals because we would do it in Eatontown. That's where we were based out of, right? Right. And we would do it out of Borough Hall, out of Eatontown. <laughs> right. Mm-hmm. Borough Hall. <laughs> but um. I know, like, in my high school, Tag Day was a big thing, and um, it, we all looked forward to it because we would spend all day with each other, and then we would, like, hang out at the diner. I mean, it was just really a, a, a great time. Um, tag it was Day a was a great time. Except I had toe operation one, for one Tag Day. I, I'm recalling that. Yeah, and I was in, I was hurt. <laughs> I had my toenail removed. Oh yeah, <laughs> yeah, Ugh. yeah. But yeah, so I mean, it wasn't uncommon, you know. Like I, 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 I don't know. I'm sure that they coordinated with the municipalities to let them know that you know this was going to be tag day, and you know people are going to be standing around in their uniforms begging for money, <laughs> and. Uh, <laughs> And, and that that was that was it. Um, I, I, and I always remember the the thing that I would remember with the Royales. I always loved when we had our show, which was oh, our, yeah. our big fundraiser. Me too. That was always a fun thing. Um, and um, <clears throat> back then, um, there were two primary circuits. There was the uh, Garden State Circuit, uh, which we were members of. And um, if I'm not mistaken, and Lisa, maybe you can help me with this, with these circuits, um, if you were like a member of the circuit, I think one of the responsibilities was that you had to like sponsor a show and you had to go to like so many shows in that circuit and that sort of thing. So um, it was sort of like an early, you could almost call it like 
a regional DCI sort of thing. Yes. Um, yeah, there was the Garden State Circuit, which pretty much covered New Jersey, some New York. No, PA, remember? The, um, PA. Crossmen or, or the Bucks Mount Ring? Garden State. And they would win That's right. because they were crossmen. Mm-hmm. Right, right, right. And uh, by the way, uh, just to show how old Lisa and I are, we were we were around when the Crossmen were formed. Yeah. We were. <laughs> oh. Who was it? That that was a, the merger of what the five hundred one Hornets, the Bucks Mount Raiders, yes. and somebody else. I can't remember else, but I remember. I remember yeah, yeah. And I, and I remember they came out. Everybody was like, "Whoa, what's <laughs> happening? What's going on?" <laughs> oh. <laughs> God, but um, you were uh, really yeah. dating us, apparently. I, I know, know I know, I know. But um, I remember like when we would sponsor our shows, and for a while we were only in the Garden State Circuit. Right. Then we, but then Eastern we joined Circuit. the, then we joined the Eastern State right. Circuit. So we had those two obligations. So I mean, back in those days, it was not unusual to do two shows, a parade. In one day, absolutely. I mean, that was an that was, show that was a, and a night show. Yep. Uh, yeah, maybe, maybe a parade in the middle to make some money or or whatever. I mean, that that that's the way it was. But it's it's so different now because when we were in drum corps, there were hundreds of drum corps just in New Jersey. Every town, village, and hamlet had a drum that's corps. That's right. <laughs> it was not. Like it is now, where people have to travel to get to one, you know. Anyway, show days were were, were special days, and uh, I remember that uh, the big thing was like getting the lights set up. Yeah, remember? Yeah, fields weren't lit. Papa John. Yeah, yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. They would bring in these companies, put up these huge poles with lights. Pappy's company for did art. Yeah, Pappy's company. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, so I mean, it was just so different, and I mean, and and back then you could you could still keep a job, yes, and still march, right, right, yeah, because everything was at night. Most everything was at night or, or on weekend. the weekends, yeah, right. And I know for us, like, uh, uh, you know, we always knew that our big our big trip was going up to Happy Valley. Oh, yeah, for the World Open. Right, so you always knew when that was, and you knew that was going to be a long weekend. So we just make arrangements with your employers to say, "Hey, I need to take that. What was it like an extra day or something?" Yeah, it was Thursday, Thursday Friday, 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 Sunday. I think. Yeah, so you know, you always make arrangements, and so that you could do that, you could still work. You know, I could still work, make money to go to college, and you know, and 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 that sort of thing. Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and our, our equipment, I think was probably a little bit suspect too. What? All those, those, those G bugles and the <laughs> piston and rotors and falling apart. I don't know what our, no, I couldn't tell you what our drums were like. I couldn't either. I, I can look at them now and say, those were the probably a piece of crap. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm going to say this, this is true. Lisa and I marched in the era of marching timpani. Yes, we did. And marching <laughs> yeah. uh, keyboards. 
marching keyboards, marching timpani. Yeah. My brother yeah. was marching keyboards. Yeah, that's right. He played for the Cosmos game. Uh-huh. And they put is, his is it his bells all the way up in the front. And he had to go all oh, the way up he was, to the sideline. He was so far away, that's right. If you had your your podium was in front or I don't know whether it was you or Jane, but your podium was up front and Ralph's they put set up his keyboard all the way to the sideline in Giant Stadium. And he had That's to walk right. all the way up there in a hurry because he was a mm-hmm. horn player. And then he played mm-hmm. the keyboard and then he went back to the horn. Yeah. So, I, I don't think it was, I think it was still playing Contra okay. then when that happened. Yeah. Yeah. And, yeah. Well, he got on t- TV for it. So. Right. Yeah. Yeah. I, I remember that now. Yeah. Oh my because he had to like go. Yeah. <laughs> well, you know, because I, I think there was such loyalty to the team that you yes. were with yes. back then. And it was like nobody switched teams. And I, I, I think I must confess, Lisa, I was a little bit suspicious when you jumped to the Chancellors and then came back. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but but not knowing the situation at the time, right, you know, right, of because I mean, pe- people were like fiercely loyal, of course, loyal to their groups, you know, not um, like now. And, and what kids go bopping between. Yeah. Looking for a title. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I mean, wh- wh- when I think about it, um, my, my drum corps experience was a very formative experience mm. for me in my, in my, I'm going to say in the career path that I chose. Mm. Yeah. I mean, mm-hmm. and even though I, 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 I will say this, you know, I, I love being in the Royals, but it was not the highest art in the world. No, no, no. <laughs> Listen to SoundCloud. You'll know that. Right. I know. He's like, what? Oh, my gosh. That sounds just But You have to horrible. understand, those were G-Bugles. G-Bugles, right. It wasn't the just... whole, like music analysis thing and I, I all know, this stuff I that know. There is on those sheets now. We were I know just like it was park and you blow go, move park and blow. Yeah. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, That's mm-hmm. what it was. But you know, there's one thing that that I was thinking about and that, and I'm thinking about how I'm surprised we did not get more flack for this because I, I didn't realize the implications of this when we were doing it. I just thought it was a cool tune. But do you remember the year we played Glorious Things of Thee Are Spoken? I just was thinking about this recently. I was watching mm-hmm. something on TV about like Hitler and the whole thing. Mm-hmm. And I told Nancy, I said, Nancy, we played that song. That's and we right. We did the hilt kick with it. Yeah. Mm hmm. I, and I, now I'm thinking, who approved that show? Exactly, exactly. And and I I can't when I, when I think about that today, I'm thinking, oh my god, how did this was this even allowed to happen? Right? Because thinking of the context, we were playing music by Franz Joseph Haydn, right? right? Not realizing that it was the Nazi national anthem at the time Basically, or yeah, whatever. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, and, uh, uh, you know, and I thought, you know, and, and I thought it was a cool no. tune, you, you know, 
you know, and, and, and classically it, it, it's okay, but 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 I think the context in which we did it and, and having the goose step did not help. Yeah, goose step. With that. That's what it's called. Yeah, yeah, that 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 did not help. But I think as a piece of music, it, it was okay because I remember it started with that um, that sort of scalier dissonance. Right, right, and uh, and then yeah, they went into the glorious things of thee are spoken, and um, which, like I said, by itself is fine. But then when I think about the context in which that tune was associated, because I didn't know that at the time. No, we didn't know. We didn't know that, but somebody had to know. And then when they had it, the yeah, goose step. Ugh. I mean, we I, I, there I, were I, I, adults, like, you know, adults. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So that, that that's... One thing that that's I, a Ray Charles rem- thing. Yeah, yeah. Bless his soul. He bless his soul. Yeah. Bless his soul. Um, gosh, yeah. Uh, and then again, there are always the trips up to uh, Happy Valley. Oh yes. And uh, Happy Valley is the place that we would stay in Massachusetts when we would go for our, our big tour up to the World Open Championships in Lynn, Massachusetts at the Manning Bowl. Bowl. The Dust Bowl. Yeah. Yes, yes. That's where I... <laughs> That's where you got sick. That's where I got sick. I don't know if it was my first year or second year you as a major. I was sick. Oh, you were sick. I was... I, oh, yeah. I was sick as a dog. Oh, I, were... It was something... Oh, 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 oh. No, that's when you were a drum major. Yeah, when I was when I was oh, drum major, okay. and uh, just just for a little bit of context for um, folks that don't know, uh, for like these big regional shows, like the what was it? They had the the international open, the the world open, all these like big shows, right? Um, it was like the drum major's duty to go report for the corps to say that they're in town and that they're here, you know. And so it was, it was kind of a big deal, you know. Um, and, um, uh, I can't remember if it was my first year or second year as drum major. I was sick as a dog. It was something that I ate or something. I mean, I, I couldn't, I couldn't rehearse. I, I remember that they were like propping me up and everything. And so I had to go to report for the core. Oh you my God. Ass. Don't tell it. Oh God. Uh, oh yeah. I'm, I'm going to tell the story. All right. <laughs> this, this, this is why the show is called compelled to tell. Oh, yeah. <laughs> And uh, so, like, there were, like, groups of us, a group of cores that we sort of knew and blah, 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 blah. And one of them was a group from New York called the CMCC Warriors, right? And, and we were kind of, I, we were good would with you them. say we were close with, we, we were good with them, yeah. right? right? And so, um, we're, you I forgot I, to they're, mention they're, that they were all black core. Yeah, they were, yeah, okay, an all black core from New York they City, the CMCC cores, Warriors. They had all, well, they used they had still have one, all guy. Oh yeah, oh, and we we could talk about the all girl chorus in just a second yeah. too, because <laughs> I I've got some stories. Well, I well anyway. Um, I had a question. I'll ask that in in, in a second. Okay. Okay. Let, so, let um, him finish his his sick story. So so they they put me in the car and and I had I think I was wearing my white uniform with the gold accents, mm-hmm. right? And uh, 
uh, I, I'm sick, and they're like literally like having to hold me up because I'm just like, I'm like, I'm like, I'm gonna walk in, I'm gonna walk in, and I'm walking, in, and you, know, our Royals guys are by me. All right, we run into the uh, the director of the CMCC Warriors. He's like, Hey, man, you don't look so good. <laughs> and then I just threw up all over. <laughs> I just like, Wah! I, I think it must have been my first year because I remember seeing him afterwards. He's like, you're the drum major that threw up on me. <laughs> <laughs> and that's all he knew me as, as the drum major that threw up on him at the World Open. So, <laughs> Was my mother taking care of you? I, I don't know. I just remember people were holding me up because it must have been food poisoning or something because I was I was bad. And And you know me, for me not to be up there, it had to be pretty bad. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, you conducted oh, that night, didn't you? Yeah, yeah, I did. I did, but man, it was like, it was, it was, it was rough. Oh. It was rough. What <laughs> yeah. thing. Well, Lisa, this might be a good time for you to talk about what your current role is now in, in the drum corps world. Well, I am, uh, I am affiliate, well, I am part of the Sunrisers All Age Drum and Bugle Corps out of Long Island. And I also marched with them when they were just when they were a senior corps uh, in the late 80s into the uh, mid 90s. So uh, what I do there, I am the medical coordinator. I am a retired nurse. And I am uh, also on the board of directors. So, uh, you know, we volunteer our time. There's nobody paid, not like DCI. The only people that are paid are staff, meaning the instructors themselves. The directors aren't paid. No one else is paid to do what they do, unlike the so other a, DCI course. So it's a labor of love. You do it because absolutely. you... absolutely. Mm -hmm. I drive two and a half hours up there. Yes. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Um, I, I mean, I mean, you know, I, I know what my, my experience with, with like the Royals and even the short stay I had with the guardsmen, just again, how much, how much that, that meant to me to be able to do that and to, to build friendships. Like, like, like I, I can't imagine not knowing you at all now. I know. So, I, I know. Mean, me too. <laughs> Thing with Dennis, you know, I mean, it's it's crazy. It, I tell the members of the core all the time. I said, I've had for, and they're like not even forty yet. So mm -hmm. I have friends for over forty years in uh -huh. from drum corps. Yeah, you know, yeah. and people like. Uh, one of our uh, board members, he's he's a fixture. What can you say? Um, but he marched in the early 70s in Sunrisers, and he's still involved. He still volunteers. Mm -hmm. And he's got friends from Sunrisers for 40 years, you know? Yeah. Mm -hmm. So it, it, it was a thing. But now these members are like... Uh, Pacing for the gold kind of thing. Right. You know, they right. go from mm -hmm. either they go 
they get some experience in Sunrisers and they'll go to Reading Buccaneers or they'll go right. to Hawthorne or, you know, wherever. Some mm-hmm. of them go to DCI Corps. Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. I know one one individual, excellent. The, one of the, I mean, he's awesome. He's an awesome color guard performer. But he's been in three or four DCI cores, including Blue Devils. And he mm-hmm. lives in Long Island. Mm-hmm. You know, so there is no, uh, and I know that, uh, what do you call that? Oh, what's the word? Commitment, dedication to mm-hmm. one. Mm-hmm. Like, we always say we're a family, Sunrise. Right. Mm-hmm. But these kids don't feel that way mm-hmm. because they're not yeah. looking to to set their roots here. Mm-hmm. 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 You know, and that brings up the bigger question: Then why do these groups exist? Are you existing just to train people to go to other groups, or are you existing to make your organization better? Yes. You know, and that that that's a big question. You know, because you know. Um, you know, because if you think about it, one of the reasons that, and I'll just say, I'm going to do some name calling. Okay. We can edit this out if we need to. The, I'm going to say that the demise of all the small cores, and when we were going up, Garfield Cadets. Yes. Bridgman. Yes. Crossman. Yes. Because these people would literally come to rehearsal and say, oh, don't march with them come march with us. Right. And they would they would literally come to our rehearsals and say, you don't want to march with this little core anymore. Come march with us. Right. And there was nothing to stop them from doing that back then. You can't yeah. do that anymore now. You have to have releases and everything. But I, I, I'm telling you, that was the demise. The super cores were the demise of all the local cores. And, and you know, hopefully with now joining DCI that those contracts that they have um, for releasing from, well, we had that really. Mm-hmm. If they owed any money to another core, like they weren't supposed to, like if you owed money to the Sunrisers, you could not go to the Caballeros until you paid that. Mm-hmm. But mm-hmm. it never happened. They didn't really? care. All they cared about was the numbers. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, I, I think I think they're a little more strict with that with DCI. Well, uh, I'm, with I'm the... hoping it is. Because mm-hmm. I, I, we didn't go out for the last two years. Okay. Um, we decided that it would be better to restructure everything, every way we thought about running the organization. Mm-hmm. And I have to say that this year, they did a great job, uh, well, we did a great job at recruiting staff, at reworking the administration. Um, there was, it was just seemed like it was more organized and um, we were ending up so far to be a success and the Sunrisers will be out this year and 
probably bigger than the 2000. Well, we we did 21 because it was taped. So we definitely would be bigger than 21. Mm-hmm. And of course, you know, the all age group is is divided up into three sections in itself. Mm-hmm. There are only 12 cores, okay? Mm-hmm. So you have Class A, Open and World. Mm-hmm. And Class A would be like, uh, what's their names? Governors. They have mm-hmm. like 30 people total, you right. know. Right. And I don't know the exact numbers, but right now we're on the cusp of going into Open. Okay. So... Um, and I think the cutoff for that is 75. Okay. So for the, uh, I don't know if you know this, but I'm curious now, since there are the three divisions with the all age groups, are they going to have, um, three champions at, at they are. PCI this year? They are. Is it, is it going to be like one final for them? And then like the top scoring a group, the stop, top scoring open. Right. Top scoring... It's just going to be okay. like a show. Mm-hmm. With twelve cores in it, um, I'm sure they're going to go in some kind of like order of of what they've done during the during the year. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But yeah, so that's what's going to happen. Okay. And if I'm not mistaken, I think that's supposed to take place uh, what the Saturday morning of what would be the World Finals. Yes, I believe. Mm-hmm. Yes. Okay. And, you know, people are saying, well, we're going to be playing for empty seats. And I said, well, you don't know that. You know, people mm-hmm. people might come just because they can, you know. Well, I'm going to go. <laughs> well, I'll see you there. Okay. So, so let me tell you a story. When I first went, now, I was a baritone horn major in college, okay? Um, I left music after my first two years because I wasn't very good at it, first of all, and it was making me hate playing, being in music because it was just, I should have just been a scientist. I don't know. I ended up being a clinical laboratory scientist and then a nurse, so all was well. But anyway, so I figured I'd play baritone in the Sunrisers. Now, it had been five years since I touched any, you know, uh, well, it was still a bugle then because there were two valves, any horn, let's say. So I, I played fine, but I couldn't hold it up and march DCI style, which I had never done before. Uh-huh. I had never marched DCI style. So by the time we got... You know, I I did fine for the indoor shows and the practices and all that. But from the time I had to put a horn to my face and run around the field, I was struggling. I was struggling. So it came a time when the business manager took me to the bar, which we actually went to the bar because it was a senior bar. Right. (laughs) And he said... "Um, you know, we're going to have to cut you. And I'm like, what? <laughs> I've never been cut from anything. So, um, and he told me, you know, what the story was. I said, look, 
I'll make a deal with you because he wanted to put me in the pit, right? Mm-hmm. Which is the only section, the drum line in the pit, are the only sections I've never been in. Mm-hmm. So anyway, he, he wanted to put me in the pit. I said, look, there's a hole in, it was then Soprano, mm-hmm. uh, in the Soprano. Let me take that hole and work, you know, and do that. And if I, if you want to pull me again, I'll go to the pit, right? Mm-hmm. And it was history because it was all working with that heavy horn and running around. I couldn't do it. Mm-hmm. So I never got pulled. I never got whatever. I ended up being a first soprano by the time I left, you know, because mm-hmm. what? Yeah, I was, yeah, I was a first soprano. Yeah. And uh, yeah. yeah. But I um, uh, for for those youngins that don't know, uh, the soprano would be equivalent to a trumpet. Right. <laughs> yeah. Back in the day, we we called them sopranos. Uh, contras were tubas. Uh, yeah. Uh, mellophones. Yeah. That's big. And what did what did you refer to? You said the american line what, what did you say <laughs> oh the american party yeah. yeah american party the american party that 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 was that was it back back in the day again to fame. <laughs> um you you had to do something that was called a color pre or a color presentation where part of your show you had to present the colors of your country right and some some contests were won or lost on the flag, the American flag code, uh, with with the American party. Um, so, so if you were part of that group, you were called the American party. Um, oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Cause, Interesting. Because because the first time I heard like, oh, an American party, yeah, let's go party, you know, and then realizing that it's the American party that's used to uh, to uh, guard the American flag, state flag, and let me tell you, they had a. They had their own set of rules. They did. <laughs> oh, wait. Like, like, yeah, the way that you had to present the colors, the way they had to come in, the way that they had to come out. Do you remember the year the Bridgman were getting all those penalties because of their American party? Yeah. And then they, they had to put their American flag on top of like three flagpoles. Yes. Yeah. Right. And this flagpole was like 20 yeah. feet up in the air so that they wouldn't get any penalties because their flags kept flying. Yes. Or higher than the yeah, American flag. Yeah, yeah. So they had to put the American flag on like three flagpoles. This poor girl, <laughs> this flagpole that's like 20 feet up in the air, so they would stop getting penalties in the American party. <laughs> like, if you had other flags in your American section, you had to, they had to be lower than the American flag. They had to, you had to have the right the right spear, the right fringe, right. head coverings, yes. the proper guards. Yes. You had to turn in a certain way yes. to go a direction. Yes. I mean, it was it was like ROTC. <laughs> well, when we started, this, this, it was ROTC. Mm-hmm. We had to learn about face, forward march, left flank, right flank. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. About but, yeah, face. but that American... I mean, I, I, I remember like seeing the American flag code, 
you know, flag had to be a certain size, fringe, no fringe, the tops, the, the which way it goes, how you turn, how you present, you know, head coverings. I mean, it's, it's, mm-hmm. it's crazy. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. It, it was. Mm-hmm. But that, that, that I was going to say, that's one of the reasons that you would see like, um, that, that cores would not use a real American flag because then they could get away with doing things without violating the flag code. But, so you might get a... But when we marched... Yeah, that, that was a requirement. Be, it was a that, requirement. that was a requirement. You, ha- you had to do the... You yeah. had to do a, a color presentation. But when they when they got rid of that, and they still wanted to do something patriotic right, and they right, were still right. using the flag code. You could get away with like using um, the spirit of that, 76 yeah, flag or something. Yeah, that's your ring or whatever. Yeah, yeah. 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 Yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, we were quick. Listen, Noah, they used to shoot guns before we started. Yeah. Okay. They used to shoot guns when we were ending. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> you used to go, oh, good. There's no more judging. Thank God. That's right. Oh, and they used to That's be right. up in your face. They, they probably weren't blanks. Oh, they were blanks. They were blanks. They oh, were okay. blanks. No, no, no. Yes. No, they used real pistol. guns. Yes, no, no, they were they were starter pistols and, uh, yeah, yeah. Because I remember they said now because I didn't know this. They said, I remember the first show they were saying, now you need to know they're going to shoot a gun. And I'm like, what? <laughs> I'm nervous enough as it is, and now you're telling me they're going to be shooting guns? Okay, let's march. <laughs> you know what? I don't know if you were there, but that is the first show. My, I remember my first show because it was in Wildwood. Mm-hmm. Wildwood was always the first show. And yes. I'm this eighth grade contra player. And I'm, I'm nervous. They're telling me all this stuff. I have to go through inspection. Right. I, I remember this. I, and I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to say a name because was the drum major, right? Right. And she was doing her clapping and she was yelling at somebody, right? And I'm, I'm like nervous. And I'm like, and she's doing her thing. You know how Jane was, right? Yeah, yeah. love her, love her. And she, and she walked smack into a stop sign. Oh yeah. And the stop sign went boy, yo, 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 right? <laughs> and, <laughs> and I'm walking, and now I'm really freaking out because I'm like, oh my god, a drum major just marched into a stop sign. They're going to be shooting guns. <laughs> What's happening next? <laughs> well, listen, as one that's been out there, it's, you know, you, you, you try to get in there to make your assessment and get out of the way. Because the last thing you want to do is to cause any issues, right? Right. And I, is so, it when the when the drums start, get off the field? That's, that's what, right. <laughs> that, that was with, 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 with Phantom Regiment, you know, because, you know, when you see these cores, you know, sort of know what's going to happen and blah, 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 right? And I, I may have told this story, but I, I'll tell it again. Um, it was Phantom Regiment, and I was a field visual judge, right? And, you know, you, you get you get a rapport with the staff. They know who you are. You know who they are. You know, blah, 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 blah. All right. So they're coming on the field, blah, 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 whatever. And one of the guys says to me, when the drums start, get off the field. Like, what? What do you mean when the drums start, get off the field? I'm going to do my job. What, what, what are you doing, right? 
But so uh, this was the year that they were playing back in Al, right? Right. Well, they had this major, major rewrite, right? And they were going to have a back and out on the field, right? So I'm, I'm doing my thing with my tape recorder back then and blah, 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 right? And then the drums are right? They just went into this scatter drill. They are running. They're throwing their hats. They're throwing their bugle. I'm like, what the? Right? I'm, like, I'm like, oh my God, the drums have started. I need to be off the field. <laughs> And, and I, I swear to God, I swear to God, they told those kids, you see a judge out there, you chase him off the field because there was nowhere I could go. And I swear <laughs> that they, they would tar- they were targeting the judges to get them off the field because it was just a free-for-all. So, yeah, that's the infamous phrase. When the drums start, get off the field. <laughs> Don't remember that one. I didn't know that. Oh my god! Oh yeah! Oh my gosh! And uh, getting stuck under one of their props, one of the one of their mm-hmm. opera shows. What? I, I, I was just, and the, I just had to stand there and let the thing fly over me because it was just, just too much, too much. Yeah. <laughs> so anyway, well. Is there anything you would like to uh, to sum up, Lisa? I think I'm going to have to have you on again. <laughs> Why? Because you, I, I I know too much. <laughs> oh God! Sure, I'll do it again. Uh, do you have anything that you would like uh, to close with? Because we'll, we'll have you back again. I, I'm I'm sure. Okay. I'm sure um, not, not really. I really enjoyed this. Uh, not that we don't reminisce a lot because yeah. we're freaking old now. And that's not the word I want to say. But we're so, we. I feel so old now, especially. I mean, I learned things through the kids. Oh, you yeah. Know, like this terminology. Yeah. It, it I just found out what Riz young. is. Yeah, Riz. I just found out what Riz is. I was like, what the hell is Riz? But, you know, it, if it's in your blood, it's not coming out. Yeah. You'll never mm-hmm. you'll never have it drained, whether mm-hmm. it be people that you keep in touch with or the fact you want to go to DC, out to Indianapolis to DCI or Glassboro, New Jersey to watch a DCI show. Mm-hmm. You know, it's never out of your blood, especially coming from the time we came from. Yeah. I mean, let's face it, a, a lot of people in our audience, especially when the Hawthorne Cavaleros are in the show, are in their 70s mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. above. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So I'm hoping that, you know, the, the people that are coming up through the ranks will also come to the shows when they're no longer involved. Yeah. You know, yeah. or stay mm-hmm. involved with somebody. I mean, we have and, you a, know, a lot of alumni teaching. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, and, you know, and the good thing, the good or bad thing with technology is the fact that, you know, um, that you can, you know, if you can't make it out to Indianapolis, there are still ways to view, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. you know, even That's though they may saying. not be the best, 
they're not the best options, and I have some issues with the way they run things. Mm-hmm, but, mm-hmm. Uh, but 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 at least there's that opportunity. Whereas you know, like where, where, where we were growing up, you either had to be there or wait for the PBS broadcast. Uh, we used to watch the PBS broadcast in yeah. my father's barber shop because it could get mm-hmm. Channel Thirteen. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. And my father would get really ticked off at us, but. <laughs> You know, yeah. it is what it is. We yes, he gave us the permission. Yes. <laughs> so yeah, well, well, I'll come back. It was fun. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, I, I think that wraps it up for for this week for our episode. Compel to tell uh, again. Thank you, Lisa, so much. It's I, I just you know I just love you to death. I love and you I too. Just, you know that. And I, I just love chatting with you. And I, I'm glad that we've reconnected and. Uh, uh, you know, and uh, well, and, and anytime I go to Jersey, I stay with Lisa. So, yeah, I mean, well, <laughs> who could get in touch with you when you were working? You, you, well, I mean, I'm talking about when you were working. We, you're crazy when you're working. You have oh, no I know. Time. I know. You I have know. no time for anything but work. Work. Basically. I know. I know. So, I mean, now that you're not working, it's nice. We're catching up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh. Yeah, I I was a bit of a workaholic. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I know another But anyway. <laughs> but she's retiring soon too. Yes, she's retiring yes. soon. Yes, that's great. That's great. Okie dokie. All right, so we're gonna sign off and we'll see right. you next time yeah. for Compelled to Tell. Bye. Bye.